Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nuts cock! Nuts cock! Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. If you'd like to help me out, make sure you tell your friends, your family, your loved ones, whoever it may be about the Tuttle Daily Podcast. That's one of the best ways that you can support this show. That's why I call you guys supporters because I don't I don't treat you guys as fans or listeners because you guys are just as important than I'll ever be. And I can't thank you enough. Now, if you don't feel like telling people and you don't want to let people know you're listening to my dumbass podcast, you can go to my PayPal account, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Once again, that is paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Donate anything you want to, a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever it may be, it's all going to go to a good cause, which is to make this show sound better by being able to buy brand new equipment, make the audio quality better, and make the whole experience that more enjoyable for you on a daily basis. So if you've been a supporter of this show for any amount of time, you know that I'm a big fan of all the reporters. I like TV news, especially local TV news here in Orlando. I've grown up I've watched and seen broadcasters, reporters, anchors come and go. And it's just a great and amazing dichotomy of the relationship between the TV anchors, the reporters, and the community. Because a lot of these anchors on the local level, they do a lot of great work. They do a lot of great charity work. And I've, over the years of me working in radio, I've had the opportunity to meet a lot of these people that you see on TV on a regular basis. Now, I don't want you to think I'm just some horny ass guy and and I'm objectifying women. No, that's not it. I, I like everything. If I'm just being honest, I've always wanted to be a reporter. I have no interest at being behind the desk like a Justin Warmoth or his dad, Greg. No, I want to be out on the streets. I want to be interviewing people. I want to be pushing the envelope and asking the questions that people don't want to answer. So I'm a fan of all of them all around. And this person I've been very nice to. I've said nothing but nice things about this reporter on a consistent basis. Never, ever got a reply from her before with all the nice stuff that I've said in the past. But I make one comment and I even baby faced at the beginning of it. I actually said nice things about her before I played this audio. But she was out. Nadine Giannis. Give her a follow. Nadine News 6. I think she's great. She's got a bright future ahead of her, but she's got to get a little bit more thicker skin than what she has. Because what I tweeted, I really didn't think was that bad, but she made a flub. She was out at Disney doing a report about how the NBA is is boycotting or, or striking, whatever they want to call it. She's out there doing the report. And this is the audio. And I apologize for the loud ass air conditioner in the background, but you'll get the point of the audio and what I said. As the Orlando Magic took the court against the Milwaukee Bruins for game five of the playoffs. Yeah, I never really realize how loud the goddamn air conditioner and the fifth wheel is, but holy crap. 
Either way, if you didn't catch that flub, Nadine, who I have a lot of respect for, thinks she's great. She's gorgeous. That's why she's on TV and I'm on the radio. But what I'm trying to say is she said Milwaukee Bruins. Now, I completely understand how that got mixed up because the Tampa Bay Lightning are actually playing the Boston Bruins right now. So I I understand how that mistake could be made. And I really didn't say anything bad, people. This is what I tweeted, okay? I posted the video. I posted the video. And I wrote, I'm a huge fan of Nadine News 6. If you want to follow her, follow her on Twitter, at Nadine News 6, and really think she has a bright future in Orlando. But sign me up if the Orlando Magic are playing the NHL Bruins. What the hell was wrong with that, people? Tell me how I offended or crossed any lines with that comment. I think I was cool as hell. You know how many times I've messed up on the radio that people have absolutely lambasted me for? It happens to me all the time. I've lost count of all the times it's happened to me. So she's going to get upset because I posted a flub? Hell, Nadine, you got to look at it this way. I'm talking about you. I'm promoting you and telling my followers, which I have twice as many as you do. So I'm kind of helping you out a little bit so people can find you. But it was a little bit of ribbing. I apologize. I, I'm so sorry if you got offended, but Nadine Giannis, she blocked me. She blocked me. Now, what the hell's going on? It's so confusing. But Nadine replied. This is the only time Nadine has ever replied to anything that I have ever tagged her in. Completely has blown me off every single time. But I love that the one thing that I post that I get a reply from her on, she's upset about. She writes, try getting breaking news texted to you 30 seconds before your hit and it starts raining while your photog runs to get an umbrella. Not as easy. I corrected it the rest of the report. Thanks for watching, though. Listen. I could be wrong, but that that was a very sarcastic, uh, thanks for watching now. And then you blocked me, Nadine. What the hell is that about? I don't think I said a goddamn thing wrong. And you really do need to get some thicker skin because that shit's gonna get in your head, Nadine. And it's going to mess you up. It's gonna ruin you. It's gonna eat you up inside if that comment bothers you. I mean, come on. I, are you, you seem like a well-adjusted grown-up. You're not a child. So why would you get offended by a mess-up? You know how many times I own my mess-ups? I own every single one of them. But I do apologize. I'm sorry if I offended you or upset you because I really do think you have a lot of talent. You got a bright future ahead of you, no matter what market it might be in. But you just got to grow up and get thicker skin. And I know you probably already know this, Nadine. I'm not trying to call you out and say you don't know how broadcasting works. It is a very cutthroat business. And if what I said bothers you, my God, if you have haven't experienced it yet, God, you got a lot of bullshit to look forward to because there's going to be a lot of people that are going to try and keep you down. They're going to talk trash about you to other people. I'm not saying everybody in broadcasting is bad. I'm not saying that. 
I got some really good friends that I've met in broadcast. But what I'm saying is you always have to assume when you walk out of the room, if there's other newscasters or radio personalities, TV personalities, whatever it may be, they are talking about you. They're talking shit as soon as you walk out the door and you just got to you. The sooner you realize that, the better off you'll be because it's just the nature of the business. And I do, Nadine, I think you are extremely talented. I've loved all your reports. You're very concise on everything you say. And today, I wasn't trying to make you look bad by posting that video of you saying the Milwaukee Bruins instead of the Milwaukee Bucks. I was just throwing it out there because I'm a big fan of yours, Nadine. Nadine, Nadine, whatever it may be. But I'm just saying, I didn't mean to offend you. And if it really did, that's the thing about it. I'm not one of those people that if it bothered you, I'm not going to say, well, guess what? You need to grow the fuck up. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I did say that early and I take that back. What I'm trying to say is that I was throwing it out there. I didn't know that it was going to offend you as much as it did because it obviously did. You you blocked me. But Nadine, I'm just asking a serious question. What about all the other times that I didn't say anything bad or post a video of one of your flubs when I was kind of baby facing and saying how great you were? Not even a favorite, not even a heart or a retweet or a reply. I'm not, I, I never send out a tweet expecting a uh, response or retweet or a favorite, but I got nothing. I got dog piss willy from you. And the only response I've ever gotten from you was the one time that I played a clip of a flub that you made. Do you not see the, the angle I'm working with here? You don't see how bad that looks? That I've been a big fan of yours for a really, really long time, and I've said nothing but great things, and I have never once, ever gotten anything back from you when it comes to a response. And the one response I get is when I post a message of one of your flubs. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Got this guest on that I've had on before. I've known her for quite a while. I consider her a friend, even though we've only seen each other a couple of times in person. But pretty cool. I think she's great on the air, and I I wanted to have her back on again. The one and only Scarlett Lush. What's up, Scarlett? Hey, how are you doing, Tuttle? Good. I'm 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 well. How are things up in your area, up in the DC area? Pretty good. The same as always. Are you staying busy? I mean, are you like in contact with people now since the restrictions and stuff are kind of a little bit more laxed? Um, not too much. I'm still kind of keeping to myself. I uh, bought some gym equipment at home, so I'm working out at home and I'll get food, but only if I can eat outside kind of thing. So 
I don't know. You know, everything just changes every week with what's happening to people that are getting sick. So I'm just trying to avoid it. <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, I, I, I've asked people about this. I, I've known a couple of people that have had COVID. Do you know anybody personally that's had it? Yeah, I actually know a pretty good amount of people. But I think it's because, you know, all the people we know in Orlando are in the service industry. And so you kind of get exposed to it a lot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy. I mean, how much, especially Central Florida and Orange County, on how much they're suffering with the unemployment and the money and, and all this stuff that comes in when people are buying rooms and stuff. Uh, I don't think people realize that when they when they think about Central Florida are one of our biggest resources here in the state, besides the waterways, there are the people that come here and visit. Yeah, I know. It's definitely getting hit really hard, too. All aspects. So it's I want to I want I want to catch up with you. So anything interesting happening? Any interesting like experiences? Any new fetishes that you're trying out at the moment? Um, let's see. Um, I bought a. <laughs> Wait, I already know. I already know. <laughs> I saw you post a picture wearing a strap on. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the thing yeah. Must if I'm just going off of looks, thing had to be almost 10 inches. It's massive. Yeah, I think it's nine inches and it's pretty heavy too. It, it's it's um, not as thick. It doesn't look very thick. It looks a little bit thinner. Yeah, it's smaller, but I think it's just kind of dense in general. So yeah. I wanted a new one, but I none of the stores I usually go to are open right now. So I was like, oh, I'll take my chances online and see what I get. So oh, Okay, now I'm just curious. What do you, I know what you do with it, but like, are you using it on men or women? Um, generally for pegging, I use on men. Um, I am open to using them on women, but I do prefer my, my hand and my digits. Um, and I, I'm, I mostly got this specifically to shoot with videos and clips like POV style because I, I really want to like get into that. I really do like strap on play such now, pretty fun. now now let me let me let me ask you this though oh the one men, thing. The, the men the that best. you do, go, can you hear me yeah okay the men that you do this with like i don't like i have a very open mind okay i don't mm -hmm. consider them gay but are are some of these men gay or do they just like being pegged i think they just enjoy being pegged i've actually never had a gay man approach me for this and i'm not saying that that's not something they're into but for me it's always straight men i don't really even know if it necessarily has to be a penis i think it just feels good you know it's like a sensation that you don't generally receive as a man and it's kind of still taboo but once you kind of get over that taboo and try it so far i've had no complaints and it's really fun to do it's pretty powerful yeah, so so you're saying it's pretty powerful, and that was my yeah. next question. What do you get out of it? Do you do you get any like you know like stimulation from it? Do you get turned on from it? Do you feel powerful? Like what what is it? What's in it for you? Yeah, I mean, I don't really get a lot of stimulation from it because of the placement of where they sit. Um, they haven't really figured out a way for it to you know press right on um, like right on your clit or whatever. Yeah, like kind of just it's like on your pubic bone but it is like a power rush for me and i do like the control and i don't know there's just something about like fucking someone instead of getting fucked so to speak <laughs> yeah i mean that's that gotta that's gotta like you know what you bring up a great point i really do think that men 
That and listen, I've had shit in my asshole. I really have. I I've done. Did, did you ever hear about the uh, expandable butt plug challenge? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, yeah, I I did that, and it didn't feel good. But I tried it. I was open yeah. enough with my sexuality to do it. Everybody wanted to bust my balls about it, but if I'm just being honest, it does not bother me at all. Yeah, and an expandable butt plug gets pretty big, so I feel like for your first time experience, it's probably not going to feel very great. You'd want to start with something really small and work your way up. Now, I will admit, um, if you're a guy and you're listening to this right now, I'm giving you a little bit of a challenge. You can do it on your own. You don't have to discuss it or anything, but it is such a weird sensation if you finish, you you uh, climax while mm-hmm. you have something in your anus mm-hmm. because it, it, it's weird because your shit, it really does clench. And, and it's a weird feeling. Uh-huh. It is. Yeah. It, it is a very weird feeling. But <clears throat> you know, a lot of a lot of men don't realize this that the prostate is kind of like the male G spot almost. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't have the male anatomy, but from what I understand, if you can find the spot, it's supposed to feel amazing. Especially like you said during climax, it's it's supposed to be out of this world. I yeah, mean, you no. can. And I I've actually been able to give a man a hands free orgasm. Just Wait, stimulating you prostate. Yeah. You milked him. You milked him. Straight yeah. up milked him with the thing. The finger. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, I now, used to I used to toy. Like I used a dildo on him. But okay, all right, yeah. I got you. Uh-huh. Wait, but it was really don't, cool. Don't. I I didn't think I could do it. I I thought it was like a porn thing. I was like, there's no way this really works. And he's like, uh oh, no, I think it would work on me because I've got a really sensitive prostate. And I was like, Yeah, fuck it, let's try it. And then it took like ten minutes. Uh, but it's I mean, really not worked. that long though. That's not no. very long. No, it was yeah. it was impressive. Now, was it big? Was there was it a big amount? Did he like you know? F- what I'm saying is, did it did it creep up and come out of nowhere? Or because listen, I mean, but that's a great thing about not being on terrestrial radio. Now we can we can talk like real people. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, was it like a big like orgasm? Like was there a lot of substance? that came out so for helm and me it was like a pretty normal orgasm and i've seen porn where guys like slowly leak out and that's their experience but for him it was like normal pre-cum and then just a A explosion yeah a huge explosion at the end wow he was i had him bound up so he couldn't even touch himself so it wasn't even temptation and i didn't touch him at all and i just wanted to see if we could make it happen and we did it was super cool i was really impressed yeah man that that is crazy and and like like what i'm saying is is that yes it's not natural for a man to take shit. Well, maybe it is. I, I don't know. It, it, I mean, I know guys aren't supposed to. I know in the animal kingdom they do, though. Like, male lions have sex with each other just because it feels really? good. Yeah. And now I've always heard about felines and, and cats that they've uh-huh. got barbed penises. Uh-huh. I mean, that would... Yeah, that so would, maybe that, that would feel good. I don't know. <laughs> That would that that would be weird. Now we're talking about strap-ons, and I'm a big mm-hmm. movie buff. Did you ever see mm-hmm. the movie Seven? Yes, I have. Now that was pretty edgy. I think that movie yeah. was like ninety five, ninety six. But you know what I'm talking about that that oh, strap-on yeah. with the knife thing. That yeah. was that was pretty twisted. It was terrifying. I remember that scene, and I hadn't seen anything like that at the time, and so I was like, "Whoa, that would be awful." Um. 
So, so you're staying, you're staying moderately busy right now. I've been noticing you've been posting a lot of pictures and stuff. And mm-hmm. what I like about your picture, you, now I could be wrong. You have an OnlyFans page, correct? I do. Yes. Now, if people want to check that out, how how can they check that out? Uh, it's OnlyFans.com forward slash Scarlet Lush with two T's. Now, how's how's that been working out for you? It's really fun. I I kind of wish I didn't hesitate so long to get it. I didn't think I'd like it, but I don't know. I really enjoy it. Um, it's super easy to use, and um, talking to people every day has actually been really entertaining during COVID because there's just so much free time I have. So now, I don't know. I kind of you- ask people what they want. What they want, you know, I'll take polls and stuff and do photo sets and videos based off of it and it's just kind of like this weird interactive group project with people now can they video chat with you on only fans or is it just uh like through text i know we can send each other pictures i actually haven't tried to video chat with anyone yet so i'm not sure uh, if that's a feature yet see i i, I wasn't for sure if that's not, not the sure. case they need to make it happen though yeah i agree i know i can go live and people can like text to me but I don't know if we can do like one-on-one chatting, but that's something I'll have to check out and see. This is a question I've always wanted to ask you. Um, what type of men are usually like attracted to you, want to worship you as, as uh, a fetish mom? What, what, are, what are most guys like that, that you attract? Oh man, all types. <laughs> There's not a type. <laughs> I just didn't it's, know if there was one more than the other. No, it's all across the board. Um, I I never know, like if I'm going to like a big event, you know, where like I'm on, on like the name, like I'll go to a lot of fetish events and they'll say, you know, like one of the models or dominatrixes or whatever is, you know, my name, the Scarlet Lush. So I never know who's going to approach me. And it's, it's always so random. Um, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty nice and approachable as long as they're not super aggressive. I'm not really into like, you know, I guess you call them like Chad's. That's the nickname, like bro, aggro. Wait, wait, guys. Yeah, Chad, what, what is that? Yeah. Explain that to my audience. Well, from what I gather on the internet, I didn't make up this term, but it's like, you think about when you go to a sports bar and like the annoying, uh, the annoying guy that's really loud. Like a bro dude. Like, like, yeah, a like a bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is like really aggressive and doesn't take no for an answer kind of thing. Those are the type of guys that I tend to try to avoid, but otherwise I'm pretty open to meeting whoever. Yeah, but but you know what though, and and I I'm I I'm very empathetic, and I'm putting myself in your shoes. Mm-hmm. I think you would get a lot of pleasure out of like fucking with one of those like frat bro dudes, like. I- I mean, I yeah, if they, if they bother me at the bar and they won't go away, I'm going to fuck with them. <laughs> that, that, that's amazing. So if people want to check you out on social media, where can they find you at? I spend most of my time on social media on Twitter and my OnlyFans. Um, I do have an Instagram, but they are getting stricter and stricter. Like they keep yeah, deleting they people's are. accounts. Yeah. I've had two accounts already deleted, so I really don't get on there very much. It's it's slushy, like S-L-U-S-H-I-E toes. And I mostly just post pictures of feet because I'm just tired of like putting effort into it and getting deleted again. I don't understand why, but. You, have know. you gotten on TikTok? Mm-mm, I, I have think, not. I think you would be great on TikTok. Now, use TikTok as a way to direct people to your own or OnlyFans page. Oh, yeah? Um, but you could, you could do some really good stuff on there. You, you can't push the envelope though. 
Okay. I haven't but seen it. Is it good. just like, is it dancing and music-y stuff? That's kind of what it seems like. Yeah, it is. It is. But people post, like, for example, okay, <clears throat> you're, you're into the dominatrix and the pain stuff. Mm-hmm. One, one of the most creative TikTok accounts that I've seen is this guy, maybe late teens, early 20s, mm-hmm. and he dresses up as a mime, okay? Well, everybody knows that mimes aren't supposed to make any noise. Well, he will do these pain stunts, like, like uh, for example, what, what did he, oh, like, they took and they paper cut in between the webbings of his oh. hands and stuff. Oh, that's amazing. It, like, oh. he never makes us down at all. That's so and, cool. I would love that. And it, it's, it's, it's a great gimmick, in my opinion. Like, yeah. they, they had a guy kick him in the balls. Um, uh, like, he stubbed his toe on, like, a, um, you know, those anvils that the blacksmiths use? Like, he kicked uh-huh. that. Oh, uh, that would never suck. makes a sound. Wow. So is is TikTok relatively like adult friendly or is it more like PG thirteen? Um you can you get R rated. You just can't like uh, like all the others, you can't show nudity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I figured, uh, yeah. But I mean you can I mean they push the envelope. You can do a lot of double entendres and stuff. Um, you know, th- they let that go, but they they will they will like ban some of your stuff. I, I've never really seen anybody like kicked off of TikTok. They'll just delete the video. Oh well, that's cool. On YouTube, my most popular video, which had like I think two million views before it got deleted, was me doing a ball dusting with a guy. And we were wait, totally wait, wait, what was that? Everything. Wait, whoa, whoa. What is that? A ball busting where you like... Oh, uh, you kicked him. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. we were both clothed and everything. Like, we were just... It was like a guy that I know in my personal life who's really into it. So we just decided to like film it for shits and giggles. And we were just wearing like normal clothes. And then I put it on YouTube and it did really well. And then they deleted it and then sent me a warning. Like, they were going to ban me if I post anything like that again. I was like, oh, geez, I didn't think it was that bad. If we're if we're talking about ball torture, mm-hmm. one of the most painful but the most amazing picture I've ever seen in my life. We did this stunt off. It was between me, Drunky the Bear, and Walker Jr. Now mm-hmm. he wanted to do this stunt where he had a kilt on. Okay, he wasn't wearing any underwear, and he was going to make it look like he was tying a rope around his balls. Okay, mm-hmm. now he was wearing rollerblades. He got one of this one of these listeners that drives a lark. You know those scooters that you can get when you go to Winn Dixie and stuff. Yeah. And so he was going to tie it around, make it look like he tied it around. And he was going to have the guy in the lark pull him around on the rollerblade. Well, <laughs> we okay. did this in front of a big, big crowd. There must have been like five or six thousand people here oh, at wow. the event. Well, the harness broke. The how he was gonna rig it, where he didn't actually tie it around his balls. Uh-huh. Um, he freaked out, and he really tied that shit <laughs> around his ball. Now, <laughs> the guy dragged him about five feet, and he fell off the skates. And the guy kept driving. Now, <laughs> so bad. I have the picture, and a lot of people think I'm exaggerating. Um, this picture. The rope had cinched so tight. It was like, oh, no. it looked like his balls were going to explode out of his sack. Oh, no. 
<laughs> oh, um, can you, and the can shit you was spread out. Oh, yes, it was, but it was stretched out, like literally almost two feet. I want to see you send it to me. I'm so excited. No, <laughs> but easy. it was, but he had to go to the hospital. It, it, oh, because, no. Because the rope, it had pulled so tight, it had lacerated a hole in his nutsack. Oh, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, it was not good. Now, so what did they do? Did they sew up his balls? They did. But get this, Ooh, he, he ended damage, up, or is he okay? No, I mean, he had to have a surgery a couple of months later oh, because wow. him and his wife were trying to get pregnant. Well, he had <laughs> de- he had detached uh, whatever you call the cord going from the balls right. to the shaft or whatever. He, he had to have that shit reconnected. I bet she was so pissed off at him. Yeah, but. But he has two kids now. Hey, that's good. Surgery's so, amazing these days. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, you know, that was one of the most painful things I'd ever seen. I mean, I've really hurt myself doing some of these stunts. I really have. Um, I, I'm not really good with pain, though. I, I, I don't have a good threshold, but I'm, I'm down to try anything. Yeah, you seem like you kind of like the adrenaline rush from forcing yourself to do something that makes you uncomfortable and having people watch. Am I right? Yeah. Yes. No. But I, I, but I also get a thrill out of it that I can prove that I can do something. You know. Yeah. I know it does. I know it doesn't seem like a big accomplishment, but I don't know. I, I just look at it as I'm able to do something mind over matter and mm-hmm. just do it. Yeah, no, it's bragging rights and you get to tell people what crazy thing you did and, you know, and kind of weirdly impress them. What, I mean, what, I would yeah. be... I would be impressed. I would think it would be entertaining. Now, now let me ask you this. What are what what are some of the qualities of somebody that is submissive? Because I listen, I'm a man, but mm-hmm. I kind of do feel like I have that submissive type quality because I like to please people. Does it does that make sense? Yeah. But what are some of the other things? Like, you know, you'd be like, yeah, that guy's that person is a definitely submissive. Like if you take on somebody, what are some of the qualities you look in a person that you're going to dominate them? I think I generally tend to attract people that are kind of like you, like people pleasers, and I call them like service oriented. So they like doing things for me to make my life easier. Like Uh, rubbing my feet if my feet hurt or cooking me a meal and just you know things like that are really really nice and but you know it's a give and take so we got to find stuff that they like too and make sure everybody's happy in the relationship like I don't have to date somebody I need to wail on all the time they don't have to be a huge pain slut but you know I just want to be able to be in charge and do things with them in an organic way that works. But have you ever like taken on somebody that was a complete submissive? They didn't care about their pleasure or their well-being or they didn't really care about they, their only concern was making sure that you're happy. And that's it. They didn't want anything in return. I have. I One time I, I did this with a guy and he was he was almost like so submissive, like in every shape, <laughs> way and form. It kind of didn't work because he was such a pushover. And so in his day to day life, if I wasn't around him, he was like making bad decisions because I wasn't there to tell him how to behave or do things. You know what I mean? Like, if he would go out with his friends drinking, he would, and he was supposed to see me the next day, he would come over so hungover that like we couldn't spend time together, do anything. And I don't know, it just, it was like, he was so submissive. He didn't know how to stand up for himself or how to like make, 
good decisions, if that makes sense. So, so I had to like, guide, be a mom so you're, almost. So you're saying you want a guy that's going to fight you a little bit, you know, then make it fun. Well, I want a guy that can at least adult well, that can, you know, have his day-to-day life, I guess, together. He doesn't have to fight me, but I just want somebody. I don't really want to be a mom. I don't want kids. So I want to be able to tell you what to do for more of the fun parts of our relationship, you know, like in the bedroom or if we're doing a kink thing or planning a vacation or, you know, even video games, you can heal me. But, (laughs) but, you know, I want, yeah, I just, I don't know, someone equal. You, you bring up a great, you, you, you said something there that made me think of this question. Mm -hmm. Now you said you don't want to have kids. You, I can't listen. I'm never going to have kids. I'm past that age. I think it's irresponsible for somebody my age to have kids at the moment. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You've never been interested in that at all? Not really. I I remember when I was a teenager, and um, I feel like that's kind of like when it starts for girls, right? Because they go through yeah. puberty, and they get like this maternal thing. And I just thought, oh, it'll happen when I'm older. And it just, I don't know, it never really happened. And every time I run around people that have babies, I'm not jealous at all. I usually don't know what to do with them. And they're like, do you want to hold it? And I'm like, yeah, nah, it's okay. I'll but pass. I, 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 if I'm just being honest, though, uh-huh. if you did happen to ha- have a child i think you would be an amazing mother though i i really really do think that you would be a great mom i've known you away from what you do as an entertainer mm-hmm. um and you care you're very caring you're very wow. nice and compassionate thank you so i don't know i i really do think you would be well thanks <laughs> but i feel like i can you know use that for my relationships or people i interact with you know, like I can still do all those things. It's just with less responsibility. Also, you know, I always thought like, I knew I didn't want kids. Right. And, but I always thought like, if I get into this world, which I'm in now, like, you know, I'm in deep, like I can't get out of the internet. Like what would happen? Yeah. If the kid grew up? Gonna be there. Yeah. Well, if the kid grew up and then it's, you know, his or her friend saw it in school and harass them or whatever. And I don't know. I, I don't ever have to worry about that, but that's always something I always like wondered about my friends that have kids that are in this industry like how the fuck are they going to deal with that when they're at the the you know school meeting and then somebody's like my kids saw you on the internet yeah now that's another question i just thought of that's that's why i like to do interviews because i like to see where they go do your relatives family know what you do have they seen any of your stuff have they judged you in any way um yeah mostly i mean i don't know if they actually like looked at it i mean it's but they it's know not yeah, I don't do anything hardcore, so it's not like they're going to see that. But it is definitely taboo and out there for a vanilla person. Yeah, no, my mom knows what I do. She actually listened to our first podcast and told me she really oh, liked she it. <laughs> she did. Awesome. Hi, she did. Awesome. Hi, Scarlett's mom. Hi, Scarlett's mom. She used to listen to 104.1 a lot when, uh, uh, way back in. So when I told her I was doing an interview with you, she's like, oh my God, the subtle, huh? like from 104. And I was like, yeah, she's like from monsters. I was like, yeah, she's like, oh, that's so cool. So I was like, you oh. can listen to the first one, but probably don't listen to any more after that. Cause I'm going to be really vulgar. And she's like, okay, yeah. good to know. <laughs> so she listened well, to that one, but that was it. <laughs> now did brothers or I, I forget brothers or sisters. Do you have any? Nope. Only child. See, you're like me. I'm an only child as well. Yeah, so I don't have to worry about their opinions of anything. I have a really uh, close uh, family member, like a cousin I'm close with, and she knows what I do. She, so I don't know. Everybody knows I came out forever ago because I figured it'd be better just to tell them. 
And it's weird. They're like Southern and Christian and very sweet, but they're also like, eh, whatever. It's your life. Do whatever makes you happy. Just be safe. Have you ever had any guys that, what, what, what kind of kid were you in high school? Like, were you kind of like a close person, maybe like the nerd or something? Um, I definitely hung out with a lot of nerdy people because I've, I've always been into video games. So I was, I would hang out with people that would go to arcades on the weekend when that was a thing. And then I was also really into rock music. So I hung out with like the alternative kids a lot too. So I think, I feel like that was the mixture. What was, what were some of the bands? Cause I don't ever, listen, I'm very respectful ladies and I don't want to date them anyways. And by date, I mean how old you are, but mm -hmm. like, what? What type of music, like you talk alternative, because I want to talk about this on my show coming up. This is going to be very, very, very embarrassing that I'm admitting this, but in middle school, my favorite band was Korn. Really? No, there's nothing <laughs> embarrassing about that, though. There really is nothing embarrassing about that. Like that. I mean, they weren't like that, that poppy rap rock type shit that like Limp Biscuit and stuff did. Um, yeah, they're more new metal. <laughs> yeah, they were. But now when I was growing up, you know, I had bands like uh, Soundgarden, Nirvana, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. Weezer, uh, Green Day, all those bands. Mm -hmm. and, and why is it that everybody thinks their generation of music is the best? Because, you know, I, I go back and I listen and I'm like, I hear the music that I grew up with during my like teenage years and early 20s. And I'm like, these people were actually singing about something. But, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, why is that, do you think? Maybe it's just the nostalgia, you know? You're just growing and, and you're growing with music and everything. And it's like, you can't replicate it as an adult in the same way. I don't know. Yeah, but it I is really I, good. I, I listen to 80s all the time because that's what I grew up with. Like my mom always had records. So it's really hard for me to like grow past 80s music. I don't know why. So I feel you. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I really, and, and I've been like digging, like I'm really pissed. Oh, Beck, Beck is another one that was yeah. in, that, in that time frame. But goddamn, I'm digging Weezer. Like I'm so pissed off that I did not give them the, the goddamn respect that they were do at the time in the present but mm -hmm. you know going back and i was like god this is so different than anything i've ever heard before yeah they're very unique sounding like you can identify them um really easily but but not every song also sounds the same if that makes sense you know yeah, they have no, a unique sound it, it does and they they got really poppy towards the end <laughs> I don't like I don't like saying calling bands sellouts because a lot of the Green Day fans at the time were like, oh, they fucking sold out. Fuck them. And I'm like, if you're a fan of theirs, you want to see them become as popular as they can be. Yeah. So they keep making music so they can do it for a living. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I, this was a great conversation. We talked about a lot of stuff. Hopefully, you know, you don't mind me just mixing it up with you and talking about like pop culture and current events and stuff as well. No, it's great. I, I'm happy to talk about anything. I want to start doing... You know what I want to do? Hmm. I want maybe the next time, because listen, you always impress me like at Dragon Con because you would dress up in, in costumes and stuff. Yeah. Like, what, what is your favorite like cosplay you've ever done? 
Oh, oh, that's so hard to pick. Um, hmm. I did a sexy. Yeah, I did a sexy soldier seventy six from Overwatch, and that was pretty fun. And I'm actually going to do for Halloween. I'll probably just do it here because I don't know if anything's going to be open. But I'm going to get like a Melisandre outfit from Game of Thrones. But I want to like do a photo shoot and make it really sexy like so have something really amazing on underneath her big red gown oh that that would be awesome i i mean i would like that do you have any like random pictures and stuff i if you post them on your twitter page that i can retweet and quote and share it with my audience that would be amazing yeah i've got some stuff i can uh, tweet to you i like dressing up it's fun all right. Well, Scarlett, tell everybody how they can find you, your OnlyFans page, as well as your social media. Yeah, um, everything is under Scarlett Lush with two T's. Um, that's my website, ScarlettLush.com. Twitter is Scarlett Lush. Overfans, OnlyFans is Scarlett Lush. I was like thinking Overwatch. I'm like, Overwatch, OnlyFans, all of it's Scarlett Lush. <laughs> Just Google you me. Wait. You'll find me. I gotta ask you, do, do you stream playing video games? Maybe we've talked about this before. I did for a while, um, but people mostly know me for Scarlet, you know, for like my, what, what I do, my fetish content. So they would come into the chat and start talking about it, which I don't care, but apparently I heard that Twitch is really like weird about that. Yeah, so Twitch, Twitch I just is, stopped. Yeah, I, I was too nervous about getting kicked off. So I was like, eh, I'll just stop doing it because I don't want I don't want to limit people from being able to have discussions with me. But at the same time, I don't know what the line is with them. Have you have you thought about maybe setting it up where you can play the games where it's not live and then upload it to your YouTube channel? I think people would really dig that stuff. Oh, no, I haven't thought of that. That's a really good idea. You know, I mean, I think it would actually be pretty cool. And then you could kind of control the content and put it yeah, up there because true. I think it would, I think it would open you up to a whole new type of audience with the fanboys, like the people that are in the video games and stuff. Yeah, I agree. And I, uh, video well, games are keeping all of us sane right now. Yeah, I know. Well, listen, this was a great conversation. I really appreciate it. I'm sorry it's been a while since we last talked, but I want to start getting you on at least at the minimum once a month if we can. That sounds great. I enjoy our conversations. I would be happy to do it. <laughs> well, thank you, Scarlett, and I hope you have a wonderful day, okay? You too, Tuttle. Bye. Is... That a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to wrap up the show. But I got to give you a little bit of a disclaimer. I really do. I don't like to get preachy uh, to my audience, my supporters. 
But I've been reading because I'm a part of a lot of those Bubba Army Facebook pages. And I absolutely fucking despise you guys. I'm not talking shit about the Bubba Army per se. I'm not. It's just radio people in general. All of you guys that want to talk shit about my good friend Colton, yes, I'm a little biased. I am, I'm always going to have Colton's back. That's the funny thing about me and Colton's relationship. You would think a guy that is that just turned 40 would have anything in common or would get along with somebody that is 25 fucking years old. But I got to tell you, I cannot there's only been a couple of people that I've been able to connect with the way that I've connect with Colton from the little bit of time that I've known him one being my buddy Derek the other being my buddy Howard uh the guy that was the best man at my wedding soul brother Kevin and Colton I swear to god I would fucking do anything for Colton. What him and his family, his mom and his dad did for me to let me stay at their house until I got on my feet. When I came back to work with Bubba at the BRN, I'll never be able to repay them for all their generosity and kindness. Mr. Lease, Mrs. Lease, hell, even Colton's sister. Um, I'm not trying to be sappy, but I, I really do consider them family. I know it might make them feel uncomfortable, but I consider Colton as a brother. I consider Carissa as a sister. I would do anything for Carissa. She is so amazing. And I and she's got so many great things ahead of her in her life. Mr. Lease, one of the best and most kindest person or people that I've ever met. And Colton's mom is absolutely amazing. Always is empathetic. It checks on me to see how I'm doing. But for you guys to go on those Bubba Army Facebook pages and wish and hope and tell people that Colton should be fired, that's absolute, complete fucking bullshit, people. It really is. And, and, and if I'm just being honest, you only hear about bad things. That's all you hear about because you want to know why? That's entertaining. Have you ever heard about all the good things that Colton does behind the scenes? Um, I lived with him for the past two and a half, three years. This guy is constantly working behind the scenes, working on stuff for Bubba Army Radio and the BRN or whatever the fuck it may be. You guys don't hear about that. So before you guys want to rush the judgment and say that, Colton should be fired or let go immediately. You guys talk all this big shit, this trash talk, this game. You would not be able to deal with the pressure if you worked a job where people that had nothing to do what you do for a living was wishing and hoping and praying that you would get fired, that you would lose your goddamn livelihood. It makes you guys the biggest scumbag pieces of shit that's out there that you would wish for somebody that you don't even know personally, you know him from what you hear on the air, and you guys are wishing that this guy loses 
is his income, especially in this environment during this COVID pandemic, when a lot of people have already lost their jobs and you wish for somebody that you've never met personally to lose their job, that makes you the biggest fucking asshole online. It really does. And you guys need to just take a step back and and take in some perspective and realize how much of an asshole piece of shit motherfuckers you are for you to wish that somebody loses their way of living. And I know a lot of you guys are like, well, Colton, he's 25. He still lives at home. Um... I know him personally. I see the things behind the scenes. You you think that you look at Colton, you see him as a freeloader, that he's still living at home. You guys don't see the stuff that he does for his parents. You don't see how he helps them out behind the scenes. Yes, Colton may be a pain in the ass every so often, but he loves his parents and he helps them out. So for you to call him a freeloader or anything like that, you don't know him. You really don't. And it's good for him. Why not stick around, be able to help his parents out, put some money away so he's well prepared. Do you guys think that Colton is like in his 30s? He's not. The motherfucker just turned 26. He's still young. Dude, at 25, 26, I was still figuring shit out. I really was. I made a lot of mistakes. Those are very important years of your life as a grown-up, and you're still learning. You're learning from your mistakes. And yes, Colton's made mistakes like he did the other day when he didn't do what Bubba said, but for you assholes out there to, like, wish for him to be fired, you guys just need to fuck off. I'm sorry. I really apologize for going on this rant, but I got to stick up. For one of my best friends, loyalty is a very, very important thing to me. And that's the thing about my loyalty does not go unnoticed because Colton would do the same exact thing. Do you hear this is another thing you guys might not know about Colton. All the people that I've worked with or friends with or family members, you want to know the one person, the one person that showed up every single day to the mental institution after I tried to commit suicide was Colton. That's the only proof that I needed that Colton was a true and blue friend. And I'll never forget that shit. I hope you guys have a great day and I'll talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketBearClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions Presents. Show voiceover services brought to you by jcvoiceoverservices.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick? Go to Tuttle at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.
going on? 